Hi, my name is Jesse, and I help business leaders protect their passions. How? I'll tell you, by working with them to protect their business from today's cyber threats. So grab a coffee or whatever beverage you want and tune in for quick tips and important security news that could save your business today on Coffee and Security. Today, antivirus is not the answer. Find out what it was built for, why it's no longer effective, and what you need to do to fight modern threats. In order to tell you why antivirus is no longer effective, I first need to tell you what it was built for. So when the first antivirus came out, it was purely signature based. Some viruses came out, uh, and, and this was a way long time ago, probably before I started security. Uh, antivirus was developed to combat specific viruses that were developed. Uh, they call this signature based antiviruses. And that's because the viruses themselves have a signature and the antivirus software looks for each specific signature of a threat to detect and remove and viruses. Well, uh, over time, obviously, that became unmanageable. Uh, there were too many new strains of viruses. Signature-based antivirus became ineffective. So then we have behavioral-based antivirus. So uh, antivirus software that uses artificial intelligence and uses machine learning in some cases and uses um, some monitoring capabilities to watch for um, events or activities on your computer to try and detect if it is unusual or if it is malicious in nature. And so these signature-based um, antiviruses um, uh, combined with, in some cases, the sig signature-based antiviruses, we've got behavioral-based and signature-based antivirus now, um, moved on That was for quite some time. Those were the standard. And at a certain point, we discovered um, sort of ransomware and other more advanced threats were began to come out. And as those threats began to come out, behavioral antivirus and syndrome antivirus both became ineffective in, in themselves. And so we have what's uh, an endpoint protection platform or a more modern cloud-based endpoint protection platform is sort of the, the new standard, the new basic. And these platforms leverage uh, multiple threat intelligence feeds, behavioral-based, signature-based, and um, and other um, sort of in feeds into the product to detect when a new threat has entered your environment, your computer. And when it detects that, it then can react and trigger that malicious. And a lot of these can even stop ransomware from, from actually encrypting your environment or from infecting your environment just based on the way that it's behaving. These are more the, the more advanced. And then as we progressed, uh, we needed a solution in the security field especially, but businesses needed a way to identify what actions attackers took in their environment or what exactly they changed whenever they were coming in and uh, we began to see more human-based attacks, of course, more, more targeted attacks from humans to humans. And we, so we have endpoint detection and response, or EDR solutions. And those allow security professionals to trace an attack um, specifically to see what was done and to reverse uh, the damage that was done by the attack. And so we have um, a new standard where EPP, endpoint protection, and EDR um, sort of is the, the, 
the new standard uh, that many businesses need to accomplish, either for insurance reasons or just for pure functionality reasons, to better protect um, their endpoints, their cloud services, etc., from threats. Um, and you'll hear a lot of terms like XDR. XDR is just extended detection and response. That's just where uh, the, the EDR product or platform can also bring in your other environments, so your other cloud environments, your containers, and some of the other places into the same feed, uh, thus giving you more information into the overall you know, traversal of a threat or a threat actor through your organization. And then we have finally, uh, when you've got hackers and, and advanced persistent threats and teams of people that are actively targeting your organization, um, then you've got to upgrade your defenses to have active hackers and people defending your organization. So a lot of, um, a lot of the industry is calling this managed detection and response, uh, MDR, and sometimes you'll hear it called SOC as a service, which we'll talk briefly in a few, in a few minutes about why you might want one of these alternatives if you're a small business. So uh, effectively in 2021, you know, now we've got, we see a lot more human ran cyber threats. You got to have cyber defenders, people. Uh, it's just, it's um, no, no tool is 100% effective. Automation is necessary, but you've got to have people over your security systems. And I see, uh, I read a news story yesterday actually about a company that had, you know, pretty decent endpoint defense product and it threw up flags and warnings and then a couple hours later ransomware was deployed. Well, no one was monitoring those warnings and those flags. No one was responding to those warnings and those flags. And so what happens is you have these wonderful tools and these, these triggers and these events, but if you don't have people watching over them, then you might as well not even have them. Uh, so then you've got, I mean, uh, people are always going to be a part of cybersecurity. I mean, you've got the threat hunters, you've got cybersecurity management and monitoring, managed services, uh, you've got consulting and all kinds of other activities, but people always have to be involved in cybersecurity. All right. So what do you have today? So your IT company, if you, if you have an IT company or your IT provider, uh, they may be selling you crap antivirus. And I, and I got to tell you this, and, and I, I don't like to pick on a lot of them by name, but uh, I don't like some of them out there um, for quality. And um, the reason why some of the some of the brands are pushed out to a lot of places is simply because it's cheap. I think it costs IT providers like a dollar, maybe less, to get each license, and they get a few bucks on the sale of the license. And you're you have this false sense of protection when you have it installed, but really, um, I mean, it, what is it even doing for you? Are you familiar with what your antivirus that you're using was actually built for? Uh, do you know how well it combats against threats? Um, have you reviewed the MITRE attack framework scores for this for this particular antivirus? Um, some flags to look out for if your IT provider is including it for free, quote unquote, air quotes. Um, you should be worried about that. Um, these are things you should be asking yourself if you get antivirus from your IT provider. Uh, there's some good questions here. You know, what was it built for? Uh, does it have EDR built into it? Um, do you monitor and respond to? How fast do you respond to, to incidents if they occur within the system? These types of questions are important to know what you're sort of you're actually getting from your security provider. 
So we have in the market, we have MDR, Managed Detection Response. We have SOC as a service. I, I think they're kind of, there's there's pure, there's pure there's differences between them, but um, there's also a lot of similarities between them. And really at the, at the end of the, of the line, you've got somebody, some human, managing um, detection and response. And that response usually looks like cutting off the network for an infected device and providing some information about what happened and what the threat is and how to solve it in some cases. Then um, I think uh, my, my advice to you there is simply, well, when you're going into an agreement and you're looking at outsourcing a particular aspect of your security monitoring, you really need to look at, well, what are you getting? Um, and, and by looking at the fine print of those agreements and those end user license agreements and the contracts with your security providers, you begin to understand where their support ends and where you have to begin. And a lot of them will cover all the way to cutting off the network and then you're on your own. Um, and then, and then, uh, and then to be honest, I mean, that's, that's sort of, you get what you pay for, right? Uh, you can't, you can't assume that 20 to 40 hours of incident response, which is about what it takes to even begin to get into solving a major incident that hits your organization, would be covered for you know five to ten dollars a month. It just doesn't work out that way, or twenty-six dollars a month, or thirty dollars a month, or whatever it is you're paying for for your MDR services. So the other, some other key aspects of your of and it's a little bit past antivirus is managed endpoint firewalls. Well, you want to make sure that your firewall on your device is correctly configured. Uh, otherwise, you're just allowing threats to come in, especially if your devices are mobile and moving between networks. You almost never want to have anything allowed inbound into your device. And then you have endpoint DNS filtering, also known as web filtering. You need to filter out websites that are known to be malicious from being accessible by your endpoints. So for example, there are there are many, many, many lists of known bad sites, known malicious sites that you definitely want to prevent anyone from going to. And then you've got, on the more advanced side of these uh, DNS filtering, you've got DNS filtering services or DNS firewall services that are built with threat feeds on the back end that are actively updated with newly discovered sites from multiple sources um, all over the network. Uh, and these provide more real-time threat protection against the malicious sites that are popping up every day, especially those that pop up and go away even in the same hour or the same, the same 24-hour span you still need to be protected as much as possible from those threats. So then you've also got some new, some other features that you could take advantage of, so which is um, this particular agent protects your devices wherever they go. So anyway, you, you've got a holistic endpoint, endpoint protection solution. You've got to have modern endpoint protection that protects against ransomware. You need to have endpoint detection response, EDR, so you can find out what happened whenever you get attacked. And then you need to have MDR, where you've got hackers fighting hackers. You got you need advanced persistent threat monitoring, tracking, threat hunting in your environment. Because let's be honest, if you don't know, if you're not checking if they're in there, they're in there. And the idea of zero trust is to assume the breach. They're definitely in there. Then ask your antivirus vendor provider, if it's your IT company or if you bought it yourself, check into it. Uh, what is this antivirus built for? What can it stop? What types of threats on the MITRE ATT&CK framework is it known to stop, proven to stop, not just what do they say they can stop? Um, is it included for free or really cheap? Uh, these are things you need to be asking yourself. And when you're looking into getting help for monitoring your environment, uh, make sure you read that fine print and make sure you're configuring your endpoint firewall to protect you um, to the top ability. And thanks for tuning in.
Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. Next week, another one. <laughs> Subscribe, tell your friends, like, share, all the things. If you found this podcast helpful, let's get the word out to the masses so we can better defend small businesses from cyber threats one day at a time. For more information or personalized consultation, head on over to our website at insula.tech. That's I-N-S-U-L-A dot tech and look for the contact us link.